Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all the events that I missed uh, on Tuesday, July 14th and Wednesday, July 15th of 2020. And, um, you know, I just took a mental health break. Honestly, I did. I burnt out. Um, I have a new plan. We're going to talk about it at the end of this podcast. Um, but the intro to this is we are going to cover two of the days that I missed today. So Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to talk about in this episode in, there's going to be an episode out on Saturday, um, that is going to cover Thursday and Friday's episodes. And then we're going to talk about it now. I thought we would talk about it at the end, but we're going to talk about it now. I'm going to not put up podcasts on Monday anymore, and we're going to start having podcasts Tuesday through Saturday. So you're still getting the whole week's worth of content, but I get a day off. Um, So personal life situation is that I work seven days straight with doing this podcast, and the growth that I want to do on this podcast is becoming impossible to do without uh, working basically 80 hours um, between this as a side hustle and my full-time job. Um, And so I have decided that I'm going to start taking Sundays off of recording um, so I can clean my house and actually be a productive member of the world on Sundays. And then Monday and Tuesday, I can work on the podcast, the website, um, kind of the growth that I want to see there. So after this extremely lengthy ish intro, we are going to get started with the Belgian Royal family. nothing in Belgium on Tuesday. So we are going to move to Wednesday where Queen Mathilde had a participated in a webinar with the United Nations Youth Envoy uh, focused on their uh, the Youth Envoy is actually doing a series called Coping with COVID um, which is focused on younger adults um, and how we're all dealing with this crisis. Um, and so it was focused on living in the quote new normal. Um, it featured the UN secretary general, um, Queen Mathilde, obviously, since I'm talking about it, um, and several others. I listened to the whole thing. It made me feel substantially better. Um, Because look, I'm sure everybody is going through COVID waves, right? Like it's a roller coaster that we're on with coronavirus and the pandemic and the new normal and now the spikes that are going back on. I mean, we're all just living in this really uncertain time that is really not good for us. Um, And this was something that felt good. Um, It felt focused and as a younger, I'm not young anymore, but as a younger adult, um, it was something that felt relevant to my life, which is really nice when that happens. 
Um, so I have linked that video on the website, thedailyroyal.com, in what is considered show notes um, that focuses on everything that I talk about in this podcast with pictures and video um, supplements, essentially. Um, and so with that, that was Wednesday morning. Um, and then later on Wednesday evening, King Philippe, Queen Mathilde, and, um, Philippe's two siblings went to a concert to kick off what will begin the National Day celebrations. Um, so Belgium's National Day is July 21st. It is also the seventh anniversary of King Philippe's enthronement ceremony or proclamation. I think he had an enthronement. Um, and so the concert they attended will be broadcast on television July 20th, so National Day's Eve. Um, they have released some of the information that they are going to be, um, that the royal family will be participating in on July 21st. Um, but we'll talk about all of that next week. Um, so that is an exciting thing coming up for us. And then, uh, Mathilde did my favorite thing, and we've talked about this before, but in case you're new here, my favorite thing is when people in general, but Queen Mathilde does this the most, match their face mask to their clothing. Um, and so she did this Wednesday night at the gala. She had a bright pink cape dress on, which I kind of love, um, with a bright pink face mask. It made me so happy. I'm like, oh, this is the new way we're going to do gala wear. I'm on board. Um, and so that was very exciting for me to see. Um, the concert, like I said, will be broadcast on the 20th. So I won't really talk about it too much then. I'll probably watch it and share a few thoughts here and there. Um, but that is what they were doing on Wednesday. Um, there was an event today, Thursday, the day I'm recording this, that we will talk about in uh, tomorrow's episode. So you'll hear about that on Saturday or whenever you listen to Saturday's episode. Um, so that is what was going on in Belgium. And now we are going to move on to the British royal family. Tuesday with the British royal family, there were so many things. Um, the the British royals have um, been busy this week, which <laughs> makes this a really bad week for me to um, lose my marbles a little bit, but I've got them back. It's Thursday, got them back, everything's fine. Um, so the first thing that happened Tuesday morning in the cliffhanger I left this podcast on Monday um, was that... The Duchess of Cambridge endorsed slash co-launched Tiny Happy People, which is a BBC initiative, um, and it's a resource center to help parents of children ages zero to four years um, help their baby develop uh, mentally as well as developing language skills. So it talks about the simple things that you can do um, to interact with your child. And this is something that I don't, I don't have children. Um, but I know a decent bit about because 
I would, I have mentioned this before too. I'm a social worker by education. Um, so I know a good bit about developmental stuff. Um, but it, you don't need a lot of toys to help your child develop. You need things, um, you know, for older kids, Play-Doh, clay, paint, things that are really simple, um, wooden blocks, uh, different kinds of shovels and things like that so they can explore everything. Um, and then books, of course, to help with reading and language and all of that. Um, and so this BBC Tiny Happy People is a whole resource center to help parents during this time. Um, the launch included an interview with Kate and a bunch of um, adorable children were involved, which is amazing. Um, and some fun antic anecdotes came out of this interview, such as apparently little Mr. Prince Louis, who is all of two, doesn't quite understand social distancing. Join the club, buddy. Um, and wants to like hug other people. I don't know where he's seeing these other people, but he wants to hug them. Um, so it's all just like very cute. It's very relaxed. Um, just a really good event. I was really excited to see it all launch and all of that good stuff. It, it's really exciting. Um, and so then, next on the calendar on Tuesday was an event for the Duchess of Cornwall, where she officially reopened a youth center in Wiltshire. Um, and this is a, a center that provides um, different kinds of activities for younger people. And because of coronavirus and lockdown in the UK, the center had been closed, um, but was officially reopened on the 14th with Camilla in attendance, doing the ribbon cutting and spending time with some of the, um, I'm going to be generous and say teenagers that were at the center, um, and spending some time. There's like a grass hut, which I have so many questions about, um, but it's just like genuinely looked like a fantastic day. Um, and so that is what was going on in the UK on Tuesday. And now Wednesday, the big thing that is getting all the attention until tomorrow, um, is that Queen Elizabeth was on another, um, video call. So this time she was speaking with servicemen and women who are stationed, um, around the Commonwealth. Um, or our Commonwealth service members stationed doing their job. Um, and so the, the conversation was great. It, it was really, um, you don't always get to see Elizabeth interact with people. You, you see it, but like, you don't hear it all that often. Um, you don't see it on a video camera. It's not immortalized like this. Um, and I think what struck me was just how in invested she was in hearing these stories. Um, I mean, she really cared about what was going on and that was really evident in these conversations that she had. Um, and I'm just like loving watching this adjustment to the new normal, um, that we are all in. Um, but I just really loved watching it with Queen Elizabeth and, you know, she's 94 and she has to make this huge adjustment because of her position and she did it <laughs> and it's fantastic. Um, and so it was just really good to see her again. I, as an American, whatever, 
I don't have a monarch, but it was so comforting to see the queen. Um, you know, I talk about queens and kings every day, but to most people around the world, there is one the queen and it's Elizabeth. And it was just very nice to see her. Um, and so that is what was going on in the UK over the past couple days. Um, there was some good stuff today and there will be some good stuff, some very exciting stuff on Friday. So again, stay tuned till Saturday. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to the Netherlands because there was nothing going on in Denmark as they are on summer vacation. Wednesday, Queen Maxima visited the Veterans Institute in Jorn. Um, and so Maxima's visit focused on how the Institute has been um, providing and caring for veterans, the services that they are providing, the different ways they're connecting them, uh, connecting veterans with the community and with each other um, when they return from service and have, you know, kind of the adjustment period that I would imagine anyone has um, after going in, uh, of becoming a veteran. Um, you know, it was, it seems just to be a, um, a traditional queen, queenly visit. It doesn't seem to focus on anything coronavirus related, um, which is, which is great. Um, and so that, that's really what was going on. There was something, um, the next two days for the Dutch Royals are also going to be really fun. Um, but then they're going on vacation next, starting next week. So whatever that means this year. Um, so that is what is going on in the Netherlands, which was very exciting. Um, just to see Maxima out and about in a non COVID working visit, um, situation. So that was great. Um, but now we are going to move on to Spain. Neither King Felipe or Queen Letizia had any events on Tuesday, um, which is a little abnormal, but that's okay. Um, and so on Wednesday, they continued their tour of Spain's autonomous communities and visited Castilla and Leon, uh, which is uh, basically all of north, <laughs> um, north of Madrid um, and just a little bit south of the coast. Um, and so they started their day by visiting the city of Venusa, Venusa, um, Venusa, where they held a meeting or participated in a meeting about the demographic challenges of the community, uh, which basically in this case means um, population decrease. 
So what is happening in this city, in a lot of cities in the world um, that are smaller and not right next to a metro center, is that the population starts decreasing because younger people are leaving for new opportunities and not returning to start their families or anything like that. So Venusa has a much older population um, and they aren't experiencing growth and development in the same way that their neighbor to the south, Madrid, is or um, even Astorius to the north. Um, And so they were talking about those demographic challenges in this meeting. Then they, these are starting to follow a pattern, I know. Um, But then Felipe and Letizia walked through the center of Venusa, um, meeting all the well-wishers. And then they um, got to have a um, conversation with senior citizens in the um, plaza, which is like kind of the town square, the town gathering place. Um, And this is a Spanish culture thing. Um, So I don't really know how to fully explain this because I don't completely understand it myself. But from everything that I'm reading and learning about Spain as a culture um, is typically in non-COVID times, um, you know, kind of that stereotypical image where the kids are playing, um, the adults are chatting, and then the senior citizens, the older citizens are all um, kind of congregated in one area talking about the happenings of the day. Um, This is very um, culturally important, um, and I would assume that it's very important in this town if Felipe and Letizia made the effort to participate in these conversations. Um, And so obviously it also focused around the fact that senior citizens are some of the most vulnerable people um, in the COVID-19 pandemic. And they, Felipe and Letizia really got to talk to them about their experiences with Spain's strict lockdown, what things are like um, in the new normal for them. And just really have good conversations. Um, They were there. They were talking to the elderly people for a while. Um, So there were, I think, maybe six-ish elderly people. uh, Felipe and Letizia. And then um, the president of uh, Castilla and Leon, as well as a um, government minister, were all there. And so they all got to talk to the senior citizens. And like I said, they were there for a while. Um, just a really great thing. Um, I loved that part. That's one of my favorite parts of the day. Um, and then next, they headed to the town of Shariya, um, where they had a another, where they participated in another meeting um, with different business sectors um, in the province to learn more about um, how the city is dealing with the pandemic, the new normal, Um, you know, kind of as this tour has been happening simultaneously um, and throughout the world, but simultaneously in Spain, you're seeing um, spikes in COVID rates, which is expected when you re- when you loosen um, restrictions, 
but you're seeing a crackdown on what's called um, mandatory masks or compulsory masks, which we're experiencing here in the States too, in some places um, where I live, I am. Um, But as this is all happening, masks are becoming a mandated requirement during these meetings, um, which is fine. Um, But that's, you know, kind of the learning and development that they were talking about in this meeting today, or I guess Wednesday. Um, And then finally, Felipe and Letizia visited with the people in the streets in Soraya that were waiting to greet them. And that was the day in Castilla and Leon. Um, We've got (laughs) some things coming up um, that are... Um, important. So just a heads up tomorrow, we are going to be talking about the funeral, um, the state funeral held for the victims of coronavirus in Spain that happened today. Um, and then they are also on a tour stop tomorrow. And so that is what is going, that is what went on in Spain the past two days and what you have to look forward to in Saturday's episode. Um, and so we'll talk about more on Saturday. I'm going to try not to cry today about the funeral. Um, but yeah, so we will talk more about that stuff in tomorrow's episode. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to Sweden. Tuesday, in the middle of what is typically the Swedish royal family's summer holidays, and this year is almost no different, uh, Crown Princess Victoria celebrated her 43rd birthday on Tuesday. And so this is a widely celebrated event throughout the country, and specifically on the island of Åland. Um, This year, things were a little bit different due to the pandemic, as so many things are. Um, but what is typical is that Crown Princess Victoria, King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, and, um, all of Victoria's family will, um, greet crowds at the, on the grounds of Soledin Castle, which is the summer residence for the Swedish royal family. Um, they'll sing Victoria the happy birthday song, which is not obviously happy birthday, it's in Swedish, um, and it doesn't have the same tune as happy birthday, but that's okay. Um, so instead of that happening this year, Victoria released a message pre-recorded, um, from the grounds of Saladin where she said, um, it's pretty short, so I'm going to go ahead and read it. Um, but she said today is usually a special day in the palace gardens here at Saladin when many people choose to come and greet us. And it is always very fun to come out here in the park with my family and greet all the children and adults who have come here to celebrate with us. And in the evening, there are usually thousands of locals and visitors who together pay tribute to the year's Victoria Award laureate. This year, unfortunately, the situation looks different. We have to find new ways to celebrate holidays and summer traditions and to spend time with relatives and friends. 
and some things simply have to wait until the pandemic is over. Recently, Daniel and I have had the opportunity to talk to healthcare employees in different parts of the country. They have told us about what they have seen and experienced this spring and summer. These conversations have made a strong impression on me and us, so if I may wish for one thing on my birthday, it is this, that together we do everything we can to continue to hold on, hang in there, and keep our distance. There will be more summers, and there will hopefully be more birthdays, but there may never be a more important moment than now to show each other care and consideration. Finally, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you all for the nice, Birthday greetings I have received and wish everyone in Sweden a nice summer. Then what typically happens is a concert attended by the king, queen, crown princess, prince Daniel, usually princess Estelle, uh, crown, uh, excuse me, prince Carl Philip, princess Sophia, princess Madeline, and uh, Madeline's husband, Chris O'Neill, all attend the Victoria Doggin concert held on the ruins of Burgholm Castle. This year, the concert had very few in the audience. Um, and I do mean very few. Um, so in the audience of the um, concert were Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Daniel, Princess Estelle, Prince Carl Philip, Princess Sophia, and then the award winner for the uh, 2020 Victoria Award and his family. So all in all, almost no people there, which is very unusual. Um, the concert, Victoria Doggen concert, Victoria Doggen, by the way, is Swedish for Victoria Day. Um, but the Victoria Doggen concert is um, a fundraiser for Crown Princess Victoria's foundation. Um, that serves to help um, disabled youth experience activities that um, non-disabled people would. And so this year, the fundraiser doubled what it had made last year, making this one of the record-breaking years. Um, for the Victoria Doggen found, uh, concert and the Vic Crown Princess Victoria Fund. So incredible work. Um, props to Sweden for still having this event in one way, shape, or form. Um, even though, of course, it looks different. Everything looks different. Um, this is no different, but it still... It did a great job. Um, and it's going to help so many people. And that's, that's at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for, right? So you got some really cute family shots, which are always fun. Um, I have those on the website. You can watch the whole concert. I don't have the whole concert linked um, because it's not a YouTube video. Um, but you can find it out there on the internet. Um, but you just get to see like some really great stuff. Estelle has gotten so big. I don't understand how this child is so grown up, but that's okay. I will move on with my life. Um, and so that is what was going on in Sweden. And then Wednesday was a very quiet day. So nothing to report there. Um, and that is the end of the podcast episode. I know it was a bit lengthy. Honestly, expect Saturdays to be just about as long 
Um, and then hopefully when we go back to dailies, they'll get a little shorter and a little easier um, for all of us involved. Because I don't like being three days behind. But we'll get through it together. Um, and so I will talk to you all on Saturday with um, events from Thursday and Friday. And then, like I said, um, we're not going to have an episode on Monday. So Tuesday's episode that comes out will be focused on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's events. Um, so that is what is coming down the pipeline. Please check out the dailyroyal.com. I am working on building it out and really trying to make it a resource for all things um, of these seven European royal families that I talk about. Um, and just really be a good resource, um, for everything. And also check out the Instagram page, Daily Royal Pod, where I post tons of pictures and, um, edit sets for birthdays and things like that. So I hope to see you guys on either one of those platforms and I will talk to you on Saturday. Have a great one. Bye.